Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. 100% okay with it. Yes, we absolutely are. Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jean, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, which is a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And, uh, you know, the holiday season is here. We were just talking about Thanksgiving. Uh, Jane, you missed our conversation, but Teresa and I were discussing our little Thanksgiving experiences, socially distanced in the time of 2020 COVID times. And I know yours was kind of the same thing, right? Did you do a <laughs> Zoom call with your family or did you uh, skip that altogether? <laughs> no, we did. We did a Zoom call. Um the morning of Thanksgiving, I did a Zoom call with my aunts and uncles because they, you know, they're like, can you put one together? Like, I, I'm like, you guys do this all the time. It's not that hard. But, you know, I put it together for them. So we did a little Zoom call. And, uh, you know, my dad, my dad is a cast member. So he always works the holidays. It's always his like favorite day to work because he's like, it's great. They're, you know, they're always celebrating and whatever. And I haven't gotten a chance to talk to him because I heard perhaps it was less jolly <laughs> than usual. Um, oh no, oh no. <laughs> but um but yeah, so I it was mine was super low key and if I tell you I watched one terrible Christmas movie, I may have watched a hundred. And it was the greatest Thanksgiving I think I've ever had. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And Teresa did something a little bit different. She did a um a Thanksgiving side swap. Yeah, so. we, we did a side dish swap, uh, mostly because my grandparents are in their mid-90s, so they're they're not making a big Thanksgiving dinner for themselves. Uh, so I, basically, my, my mom, my aunt, and I, we all had two dishes that we were making, and then, you know, did a quick exchange of side dishes, pre-Tupperware, brought them home, and then that was it. They, my, my mom, my aunt, have been seeing my grandparents here and there, um, so they are have their own little bubble so they were able to to transport the food that i brought over um but so it was it was our brief way of sort of seeing family but not really and all safely eating in our own houses <laughs> i love it gotta be a little bit creative in these covid times and uh all of my family is in texas and arizona and california and so uh, we were not allowing anybody to get on the plane to come see us. <laughs> so that was easy. Uh, we just had a very low key chill out uh, time at home. We kind of have a, you know, an extra child with my, my son's girlfriend who hangs out here a lot. 
And uh, he hangs out at her house a lot. So we did see their family the next day out at a bonfire on their property. Uh, So it was all outdoors and we were socially distanced. And we did a bonfire potluck thing where we brought our own food and sat at separate tables (laughs) and then, you know, met around the bonfire for some guitar and some singing and stuff and got to kind of hang out with her family. Uh, So that was nice. But that's it. Yeah. You know, they're kind of in their own, my, my son and his uh, girlfriend are kind of in their own little bubble. um, As you guys know how that goes. Uh, And (laughs) so we figured it was time to meet the folks and they were lovely people. We had a really nice time, but that was, that was the extent of our, uh, of our get togethering. We really didn't either. Um, not, you know, no family came around or, or anything like that. And I got to say it was, it was fine. It was, it was okay for us because I, there's a very specific reason why we were all doing these things that we're doing. And, uh, the numbers are just killing me right now. So I was glad we, we stayed, stayed local. We didn't go anywhere. Yeesh. All right. You guys, um, what? Well, time. What? Breaking breaking news. Well, maybe not so breaking, but did you see that the guy that played Darth Vader died? I yeah, saw that, I saw this, that morning. this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sad. I just saw it now. Yeah. Oh, and to clarify, not James Earl Jones. No. Not the no. voice of Darth Vader. I, I mean, I wouldn't refer to him as the guy who played Darth Vader. <laughs> I would, I would, I would refer to him as, you know... Our Lord and Savior, James Earl Jones. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I was thinking Mufasa, but yeah, sure. Lord and Savior, that works too. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. He's in uh, every great, fantastic movie has James Earl Jones in it. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But as as noted, that is not um, the person who died today. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no problem. No problem. That was uh, David Prowse. And he did pass away. He was the the man in the suit, the man behind the mask of the Star Wars movies. Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> That's okay. It's yeah, no, no, no problem. You, I, I don't think you're surprising anybody to just, you know, that's listened to this before. Oh, there's my dog. Um, to, uh, to know that we get a little sidetracked uh, from time to time. True. However, On topic, on topic. I'm going to dial us back on. We're going to get back onto topic here. And we are talking about Disney Plus holiday shows today. Before we jump in to, see, we're going back right back off topic. (laughs) Um, Before we jump into what you're watching on Disney Plus, I want to know what you're watching outside of Disney Plus. And I already know that Jane's got a couple that she's in love with right now. Uh, But Teresa, are, are you watching anything? Are you a... A, a Hallmark uh, Christmas person or anything else that's standing out to you that you're watching right now? So not, I have never been one to get into the Hallmark movies and I have not started doing a big, big, I love holiday movies. Like it's, I love them and I could watch them any time of year. I haven't jumped into any of the new ones yet, but I have my list of things that I intend to watch. Um, so I've heard Jingle Jangle is very good. Um, I've heard, I enjoyed the first Christmas Chronicles on Netflix and I've heard the sequel is just a lot of shenanigans. So I'm excited to watch that. And then, uh, Happiest Season, which I think is on Hulu. Uh, all three of these I've heard good things about and 
from just from the trailers or initially knowing they were going to happen, I was excited. So hearing other people have enjoyed them, I'm I'm super eager to start watching all of my holiday movies and adding them into the mix. Funny that you noted those because I haven't seen the Christmas Chronicles yet, but the other two we just watched. In fact, we watched Jingle Jingle last night. Uh, Jingle Jingle is adorable. It's just a very um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie and a lot of great acting, a lot of fun songs. Uh, Lucy, immediately, as soon as it was over, we were like, okay, what do we want to watch next? She was like, no, I need to go listen to the soundtrack. And she ran upstairs to find it um, so that she could get all the songs. Uh, So yeah, that was definitely a winner. So I'm sure you will enjoy that. And then I watched Happiest Season uh, the day, the morning that it came out. It has our other Lord and Savior, Daniel Levy. (laughs) Dan Levy. Correct. Correct. Yes, ma'am. That was what I was going to say is uh, it's really funny. I'm in all these Schitt's Creek uh, fan groups and every single one of them are like, happiest season. There wasn't enough Dan in it. And, you know, they go on and on and on about Dan Levy's performance in it. Basically, guys, he's a little bit less snarky um, David David Rose type character. Uh, so I'm sure it was only great. because he didn't get enough screen time because he had it. You in watched him. it, yeah? I you watched, watched it. it. Okay, okay, good, good, good. So <laughs> the the fun thing is, um, I completely enjoyed it. Like I was, I I loved this movie. I think that it's one of those movies that you'll probably pick up more and more the more you watch it, like little looks and little, um, because the talent in this movie, I mean, there's Mary Steenberg and uh, just, it's so good. And and by the way, anybody that's about to say, but Kristen Stewart, y'all, y'all gotta stop. Kristen has come so far from Twilight Days. I thought she she was, yes, I thought she was so good in this. And I also really liked her in Charlie's Angels, which was like a year ago that nobody liked that movie. I enjoyed that movie and I liked her in it, like specifically liked her in it. So I like, I actually texted Megan while I was watching. Sorry. For those of you who don't know, Megan is my, one of my best friends. And I texted her while I was watching this movie because her and I secretly love hate the Twilight Saga. And I was like, I don't know how Kristen Stewart still gets jobs because she's still as terrible as she was in Twilight. No, 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 no. You need to watch it again because she's got no, better. Go, no. go, watch, go watch a Twilight and then you come back and you watch this and you'll, you, Teresa, we're going to need a call on this. So you need to please go uh, put this <laughs> on your calendar to watch before we record next. Um, so you can weigh in on the case to um, sit. Okay. And I have never seen Twilight, so I can't, I can't make any comparisons okay. to that, but I actually do. I, I don't think she's a bad actress in having watched her in other things she's not Mm -hmm. one of my favorite people but i think she is a talented individual yeah i don't exactly so it really i really enjoyed this there's a lot of people i've seen a lot of mixed reviews about it um there's a and we're not going to spoil anything but i've seen some some mixed reviews about the way it ends uh and also just in general bits and pieces about it but back to dan levy because it always comes back to dan levy dan levy has a fabulous speech towards the end of this movie that is just really important and really beautiful. And uh, I, yeah, really, really like that one too. So though I watched those two and I feel like I watched something else recently. Oh, um, Dash and Lily. I was just about to ask if anybody had watched that yet. Cause that's another yeah. one. My friend Maxwell has just raved about it. And so I'm, I, I, it's a series, right? It's a series. Okay. It's a series. My husband watched like an episode and a half and said, this is just too cringy for me. I can't. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so wrong. It's the best show ever. <laughs> 
it's adorable. It's really, really cute. Um, teens in the city, you get lots of New York at Christmas time, which is someplace I really want to go and do and spend some time there. Uh, obviously not this year, uh, but that's on my on my bucket list to do at some point is to go do New York at Christmas. And uh, so I got a little taste of that through Dashley. It's, it's very cute, very sweet. Um, I will say for Jingle Jangle is pure, totally fine for kids. Um, Happiest season honestly is fine for kids. There's no, there's like one moment of a, a like a, a, a sexual innuendo that they're probably not even going to catch um, but it's just, I, but there wasn't any other real ma- like massive, like physical sex. I don't think so. I'd say teens and up would be fine on that one. And then, um, jingle, jingle, happy season. And what's this? Oh, dash and Lily, dash and Lily. I'd probably say that one's definitely like middle school and up 13 and up, um, appropriateness, anything under that. I think you, you might, you might be skating some, some lines on a couple of moments. So that's it. That that's my those are my thoughts on the movies that I saw and the shows I watched. What else you got, Jane? Well, I have very different tastes than you in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Holiday. I haven't seen is, that one yet. Yeah, it's like so bad. It's so good, and <laughs> I a hundred percent will watch this over and over every year because. Um, the other thing you should know about me is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time is called 12 Men of Christmas. <laughs> and it's about Kristen Chenoweth. And she is, you know, a big city PR executive who moves to a small town. You've, you know how the rest goes. But of course, um, of course. this kind of had that holiday, like holiday, first of all, has Kristen Chenoweth in it, which I love. But um it's definitely an adult movie. <laughs> this is not for kids. Um, it's on Netflix. It stars uh, Emma Roberts is in it, who I thought she was pretty good. And I forgot what the guy's name is, but he's basically like a knockoff Chris Hemsworth. But it's fine. I'll take a <laughs> knockoff Chris Hemsworth. Um, so, yeah. So I really loved Holiday. I watched on Hulu. I watched, obviously, Happiest Season. I watched a movie called A Christmas movie Christmas that was really like super cute and like they get stuck in like a Christmas movie um so that one was really really cute and I watched um I'm a big fan of the Christmas Prince series on Netflix but I did not realize that there was one that came out last year that was the Royal Baby or whatever uh so I got to watch the Royal Baby I was very excited about that I started the Princess Switch because Vanessa Hudgens um, but the new one the switched again Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I was doing something else so I did not get to give that my full attention yet but I certainly will get it (laughs) all right all right well there's a handful that you guys can start uh streaming and uh and get your get your holidays kicked into gear if you have not done so already but let's talk about Disney plus and what you guys can find for fun on Disney plus um Teresa tell me what's your first one you got Sure. So I did want to mention, because we had brought this up on the last, uh, when we talked about Halloween movies on Disney Plus, we had lamented that last year Disney Plus did not do a holiday category with all of their movies. 
they they listen to us and they fixed that for this year. So if you go, <laughs> if you click on search, you'll be able to see they have their um, holiday movies, holiday shorts and specials. They do the Simpsons holiday episodes um, and pretty much the same categories as they did for Halloween. So I think there was also um, episodes of their shows and Disney Junior shows that have a holiday theme and America's Funniest Home Videos holiday category again not not something that ever would have come to my mind but it's there if that's the holiday cheer you want to have (laughs) um so the first one on my list that is a perennial holiday movie for me since i was a kid is babes in toyland Uh Uh, it might be one that not as many people have seen but it was the I think if you're a fan of of old school Disney, this was the very first live action musical that Disney ever did. It was it's from the early 60s and it's got Annette Funicello and Ray Bolger, who was the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. And it's cute. Like it's it's not in terms of being like a wonderful movie. I won't say it's that it's just definitely a, a nostalgia hit for me. Um, but essentially there is. Annette Funicello is Mary Contrary, and she's supposed to marry Tom Piper, and Barnaby, who is Ray Bolger's character, is basically trying to stop the wedding, and they eventually end up in Toyland helping out making toys for Christmas. Um, I I think it's super cute, but also, again, it, that's the, the nostalgia-tinted glasses that I am wearing. So <laughs> I think if you if you do like a lot of the older Disney stuff that came out in the, you know, 50s and 60s, if you have, if you have a fondness for that, I think you will enjoy this. Um, but this is one I wanted to mention, again, because... For me, this it's it's pinnacle Christmas time. We we watched it a lot as kids, so I wanted to give it a shout out. I haven't seen that one in a long time, but that used to be a a total ho- um, holiday childhood staple. My mom was super into old musicals, and she definitely we had to watch that whenever it came on. So. And it, one, does, and it does have the um, the toy soldiers that are in all the Disney yes. parades. They are originally <laughs> yes. from this. So again, if you if you want that little bit of Disney history to see where they tie in, this is where those toy soldiers originally originally came from. All right, Jane, what you got? Um, so two uh, shorts, I guess they are, because they're like little specials. They're not full-length movies. But I absolutely love the prep and landing team so there's prep and landing and then the second one um i forgot what the second one's called i'll look that one up while i'm talking about it but i love these specials because they remind me of like the shorter holiday specials that i got to watch as a kid you know like the charlie browns and the rudolph that would just you know randomly appear on a wednesday night and you'd get to stay up late and watch them so um, these I absolutely love and like the premise is the elves that basically help Santa deliver the presents and how they do it. And it's super high tech because it only came out, I think, I don't know, maybe five years ago that this came out, but it's really, really cute, really short. And this is actually what in non 2020 years, they based the Christmas Um, fireworks and projection show at Hollywood studios was based on this series. So a lot of people would go and they'd start to watch it and they would be like, I don't get it. And it's like, no, you'd get it if you watch this little, the little movies that they did. 
But um, I watch them every year. They make me very happy. So it's Prep and Landing and Prep and Landing Naughty vs. Nice. Oh, okay. So it's Prep and Landing 1. And then there was Operation Secret Santa. And then there was Naughty versus Nice. I, I know I there was three. I know I've yeah. seen the first one and I thought the first one was cute. I can't remember if I've seen any of the others. I actually didn't know there were three. I knew there was at least two. So I have I have some things to watch apparently. Yeah, I did not know that there were three of them. So Prep and Landing, definitely a must watch. I agree. Uh, they're so super cute and so much fun. And I knew that it would tie back to Hollywood Studios for you because all things do when you talk to Jane. Uh, (laughs) uh, So on my list is something that, again, was kind of controversial in a way, I guess. I don't know. I last year, which feels like 15 years ago at this point, but it was only a year ago. I was in Los Angeles in Burbank and got to interview uh, Suzanne Todd, who was the uh, producer of Noel, uh, which is what I'm going to talk about on Disney Plus today. And if you haven't seen Noel, or even if you have seen it, it's to me, it's just one of those you got to watch it every year because I feel like you're going to pick up something new and something different every time you watch it. I went into this movie just expecting it to be kind of um, okay. But there were moments that actually I had tears. Uh, I was a little weepy at some specific times during Noel. And I actually tried to avoid that, particularly with holiday movies. So it kind of caught me by surprise. But I I really enjoyed it. I really, really liked uh, Noel. And I also loved being able to have that interview and, and talk to Suzanne Todd. She was so cool. Uh, she's into shoes. And if you go to my website, um, the no guilt, Disney.com and you search for hidden Mickey's in Noel, you'll see a picture of her. She's got these really cool uh, kind of silver stacked tennis shoes that she was wearing for our interview. But, um, but she was amazing. She was really, really awesome. And she also, one of the first things she told us was that she loves hidden Mickey's and she made sure that was one thing that got packed into the movie. So if you haven't noticed them before, I do have a list for you if you want to, you know, know where to look. But if you want to just make your own list and then come compare it to mine, it's on the website. And uh, there's a ton of hidden Mickeys in Noel, which was a lot of fun. So uh, that's my vote for what we're actually going to watch next later on this week, I think, is Noel. I remember remember watching that last year and it it was, it was something I wasn't sure what to expect from it because it was one of the first Disney plus originals that was Mm -hmm. coming out. So not sure Mm -hmm. what, you know, for, for content that they were creating, you know, what the tone of that was going to be, but I thought it was really cute. Uh, I, I think when I was watching, I feel like I did pick up on Mickey's here and there, but knowing that there is a full list of them to look for, I was like, oh, maybe this is just like one nice little nod that they're doing because it's Disney. Uh, but now that I know that it was like, it was very intentional to put it, it in. Was intentional. I, yeah. I want to find all of them. And I also love <laughs> Bill Hader. So I will watch anything that he's in multiple times. So I'm excited for this rewatch. Yeah, no, he's great. And uh, yeah, no, this was this, it was definitely intentional. And it was uh, just one of those kind of surprise movies. It was much better than I expected, because I was with you, I was kind of 
in my head, I was like, sure, it's got some big stars, but they're putting it on Disney Plus. There must be a reason for that, you know. And uh, no, I think that this could have. I think this could have done done well in, in the theaters. I mean, it, I don't think it would have been a runaway blockbuster, but I definitely think it would have made some money if they had put it in the theaters. But you know, it was an absolute awesome day one Disney Plus. In fact. It was the first thing my kids watched. They played hooky. They did not go to school the first day of Disney Plus. And uh, my girls sat on the couch and we watched Noel together. That was our first uh, intro to the streaming service. I rewatched it on Thanksgiving um, mm-hmm. because I absolutely love this movie. And I forgot how funny it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's just so funny that I was like, this movie is so great. So. Yeah, if I if I remember, Suzanne was, uh, you know, she, first of all, I I know I remember this correctly. She was super super complimentary of Anna Kendrick, and she's just like, oh, you just let Anna go, you know, and and so a lot of that stuff was just Anna being Anna and coming up with things on the fly. Uh, but yeah, she's hilarious. So funny, yogurt pants. I can't get yes. yogurt pants. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I'm wearing mine right now, by the way. Same. <laughs> All right. So my second one, I'm going to go a completely different direction from the first one that I mentioned. And this is something that was new for Disney Plus this year. And it was the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. And if you, yes. if you just hear the words <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special and you want to turn this off right now, I understand. However, <laughs> this is... This is a much elevated version, um, and I think it's it was something that's great. I think at any level of Star Wars fandom that you might have, um, it does help if you've seen the movies because it does it does tie in. But it's it's big moments, so you don't need to know like every detail about Star Wars to get the jokes or references that they're making. If you have if you're familiar with any of the the Lego movies or the Lego specials that have come out in recent years, you'll have a sense of what the humor is. So they they don't take themselves too seriously which i think sometimes star wars has a problem with figuring out that tone Uh, but i think they did this really well and so it basically it's centered around ray um, and she's going off on this journey but they have a way they tie it in to every other star wars property so they have stuff from the original trilogy from the the prequels from the recent movies. Um, but same thing with even the the animated series. And there's a very, very brief moment with the Mandalorian in there. Um, <laughs> one of the things I loved about it was that they brought back, it's not every voice actor, but they did get voice actors, especially from, from the Clone Wars series. Um, they, they were able to kind of bring them all back together. And you, you have interactions that between characters you might not have seen before, but that this was so funny. I, I went in slight reservations, um, but I it was very delightful. Uh, I would happily watch this many, many times. And I think if you again, if you if the, any if you like Star Wars and any at any level, definitely watch this. So I just watched this before we recorded because um, I knew that Teresa was going to watch it, and I was like, "Oh, I like Star Wars. Like, like let's give this a try." And I've never seen any Lego anything. Y'all, I laughed so hard that I was like, I feel like I like this um, little Lego movie better than I liked the last movie. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. Um, and if you also, I think so I should good. say, it's also, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the Star Wars, the other thing I saw it compared to is a, a much more family-friendly robot chicken. 
if you are familiar with you know the Cartoon Network robot chicken yep. humor, it's yep. also along nope. those lines. But again, this is something that kids can watch <laughs> as opposed to regular robot chicken. Um, but like I said, it's I I thought it was adorable. Um, I so good. I can't say enough good things about it. It is on my list. We haven't watched it yet, but it is on my list. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there. <laughs> there are a few jokes I I specifically want to call out, but they're also just really they're fun moments. And this is another one that I think you could easily rewatch because there's there's like a five minute sequence in the middle that it's just one thing after another, and I think you could easily go through it more than one time just to to catch all of them. Awesome. Yeah, we we need to talk about that after we're done recording. Yes. Um, So the other thing that I love on Disney Plus is that they brought back some of the old ABC family, like holiday movies that they, um, when they used to do 25 Days of Christmas years ago, it was mostly kind of like Hallmark movies, right? Where they were all made for abc family so i used to watch those all the time and um they have i want to say they have like snow um and then there's like but there's two two that are my favorite snow globe and mistletones (laughs) (laughs) and once again i will say that these are terribly wonderful (laughs) got it got it the acting is not great but, um, you know, they're just like silly stories that, of course, are Christmas and they, they're set at Christmas and they have a great ending. But like, I just absolutely love them. And I, they're kind of buried when you go into um, the app. So when you go in and you scroll on like live movies or whatever, I want to say they're literally the last two. So okay. if you have to scroll all the way over to find them. But uh, they're both great, and uh, I've watched them every year. I would like to put out a petition for um, our friends at Disney, who, of course, listen to us, as we tell you guys every week, because if you say it, it must be true. It must be true. (laughs) Can we please get Holiday in handcuffs? Because (laughs) (laughs) that's a a Disney movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Melissa Joan Hart and... AC Slater. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm yeah, afraid Dana. to, but like, I'm afraid to Google that though. Like, <laughs> it was fine. It was on ABC Family. It's ABC I, Family, guys. It's fine. So make sure if you are ser- if you are searching for this movie, make sure you specify the Disney version because we are not responsible for anything else that comes up. I just want that Y'all, disclaimer out there. I'm gonna Google this on my Google because you know I have no problems googling that. But I want to see what comes up, and then I will give you. <laughs> well, okay, first great. of all, I haven't even hit search. And it actually shows up under Siri's knowledge. So if Siri knows about this, <laughs> then it's well, then, obviously. All right, all right. It's a thing. It needs to be on Disney Plus. Somebody make that happen, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, guys, it's fine. The whole first page is fine. It's covered okay. in wholesome goodness and chocolate chip cookies. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from uh, Jane's browser. So you know, if hers comes up clean, then yours should be fine. <clears throat> that's right. <laughs> Although it does say <laughs> related searches, kidnapping movies. <laughs> okay, then. 
Okay. <laughs> Carry on. All right. Uh, so the other, the last movie, uh, I actually just screened this one, and uh, embargo was just lifted at the time of uh, releasing this episode. So I can share with you guys some information about Godmothered. This is the, um, it's set at Christmas time, Godmothered's uh, comedy about Eleanor, which is a, you know, young fairy godmother in training. Um, she's played by Jillian Bell and she, they basically, the godmothers like don't have anything to do anymore because nobody believes in happily ever after anymore. Right. So she feels like she's got to prove everybody wrong. And she finds this letter from a 10 year old girl named Mackenzie. And so she goes to Boston and she finds Mackenzie who's now 40 years old. She's a single mom of two girls and uh, she's a news producer. Uh, so of course, you know, craziness ensues and uh, you know, will they get their happy ending in the end? Right. Will there be a happily ever after in the end? So let me tell you when I first heard about this movie, I thought it was an adorable, beautiful, cute, really cute idea. Because, you know, who doesn't love Godmother from the Cinderella story, right? So I was like, all right, this could be a lot of fun. And then when I saw who they tapped as the Godmother and as uh, the main character of Mackenzie, I was like all in. So this is uh, Isla Fisher. She is, um, she's in one of my favorite movies, which is a totally random sidebar Movie, but you know those movies that like you're up late at night and you're flipping through the channels, and if you see it come up on the guide, you just you you hit play. You just have to watch it. Like I won't sit down and search it out probably, but if I see it, I'm gonna watch it. And I can't just watch a few minutes of it. I watch to the end. I watch the whole thing, mostly because the last ten minutes like have me in tears every single time. But that movie is Tag. Have either one of y'all seen Tag? <laughs> Yes, I've seen it once, and oh, it was no. I, another one. I was not expecting anything no. from it, but I was like, right. oh, this is surprisingly really good. Yes, right, right. Okay, first of all, it's got a ton of amazing actors in it, um, but she actually kills me in this movie. She makes me laugh so hard. Um, little sidebar to that, she is married to Sasha Baron Cohen, so you got to... <laughs> You got to imagine what their life has to be like. Um, I've seen some some interviews with her with Conan O'Brien about living with her husband. It sounds like it's a hot mess like all the time. But I, I love that about her. And I love I love a lot of the characters that she does. But anyway, she's really great in that movie tag. And so I was like, you know what? I'm down with this. I also really like Jillian Bell. And Jillian Bell is um, most recently, you guys might know her as uh, Brittany Rents a Marathon that girl. And she's funny. And I was like, you know, this is gonna be a great movie. Well, <laughs> it's an okay movie. It's not my favorite. I loved Noelle and was so excited and so over, you know, just bowled over when we got to see that one. I hoped this would have that same impact. This one's cute. It's fine. There's nothing really like wrong with it. Um, but it's kind of slow building and it's not until the very end that we kind of get to some some points and some moments where you're like oh I love this part oh that was cute oh <laughs> you know it, it you know it has its little moments throughout but that's really where you're gonna get to to the end so so it's an hour and 
40 minutes, I think, long. So you got to get to the end. But then, it, then it's worth it and it pays off. But Godmothered is going to start. It's going to be available on uh, December the 4th and streaming on Disney+. Plus. And definitely take a look because I will be curious what your expectations were versus what you think when you actually watch it. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I've been wrong before. Jane tells me that all the time. Uh, but but uh, I liked it. I just didn't like it as much as I hoped to like it. So there's that. I'll say this yeah. one This one was also on my radar after seeing the trailer. Because I do like... Jillian Bell was one of those actresses. After I saw her in Britney Runs a Marathon, I would watch slightly older things. And I didn't realize how long... She's, I guess, been in the business and been mm-hmm. working because that mm-hmm. was that was the first time her name was like in my sphere of people. I'm like, okay, I know you now. And then I was watching. I'm like, oh, she's in a lot of things. Like I keep seeing her pop up in in smaller roles throughout things. So when I saw that she was in this, that was I, I probably will watch it again because, like I said, I like Isla Fisher and I I really enjoy the work I, she's done. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I will, I will go in with moderate expectations. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I would just like to hear your thoughts on it and let me know what you think. Cause I, it's not a bad movie. It's definitely not something, but it's, it just wasn't as, um, I don't know, quite as warm fuzzy as I, I think I had hoped, you know, it would be. Uh, but I will say, um, Jillian has some great reactions, some great responses. Her voice is totally like this fairy godmother voice the entire time, which I think is, it's hilarious. I mean, it's just, she, she, she nails it. Like her little character, the the acting is great. It was just something about the, I don't know if it's the pacing or maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it was the pacing. It was just a little slow for me, but, uh, but yeah, let me, let me know what you guys think. Are you going to watch this one, Jane? Probably because, I mean, I'm watching 9 million Christmas movies now. That's all I watch. (laughs) But then, yeah, add this one to your list. So uh, that comes out uh, basically tomorrow. I think when, by the time this, by the time you guys hear this, you'll be able to watch that (laughs) the next day. (laughs) So um, I'm actually going to go ahead and put a post up in our Facebook group that you can join if you want. But I'm going to list some of our favorite Christmas movies that are not Disney related in there. And then obviously, if you want to add your Disney ones that you love to watch too, please come and share them with us because I am going to go through all the lists of all the Christmas movies probably in the next week or so. So I'll be looking for something else to watch. That's on Facebook, No Guilt Disney. Um, Or you can email us with your suggestions at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney movies alone. Bye, y'all.